You're listening to the Department of Defense This Week, a weekly podcast with some of the top stories from around the DoD. While the strategy in Afghanistan is working, incidents like the recent shooting and Quran burning have distracted from positive trends and relationships among ISAF forces. Regional Command East Commander Major General Daniel Allen spoke with Gail McCabe from Soldiers Radio and Television to highlight the improvements he's seen in the region. Well, first of all, uh, when you talk about Regional Command East, you have to talk about the complexity of the physical terrain and the complexity of the human terrain. Um, And I'd say that uh, during the span of the last year, uh, we've made uh, great progress with with both in terms of uh, respect um, and uh, an understanding of uh, the fact that progress must be gained uh, with the Afghans uh, and increasingly with them in the lead. General Allen said the incident with the disposal of Qurans, while a regrettable accident, was also an opportunity to show the strength of relations between Afghans and NATO forces. Um, that was a series of uh, activities that happened uh, that created a condition where soldiers did not know uh, what they were disposing of. Um, Now, could that have been stopped at somewhere earlier in the process? Sure, it could have, but it wasn't. And so then you must deal with the consequences and prevent the loss of innocent Afghan life um, as they express their justifiable anger with what happened. Well, obviously, it it focused us all on the the partnership and uh, caused us to to look at ourselves uh, very, very critically and say, okay, is this really as strong as we believe it is? Uh, And if not, where are the challenges that we're having? Overall, the general said he's seen great progress in eastern Afghanistan. He's confident when the time comes, the Afghan National Security Force will be ready to take control of operations in the area. So our objective was to achieve uh, Afghan sustainable momentum, and we've accomplished that. And uh, what that means is as we begin to thin out over time here, they will sustain the progress. uh, To watch the interview with General Allen in its entirety, visit pentagonchannel.mil. For more news from Afghanistan, visit defense.gov and follow ISAF on Twitter at ISAF Media. Pentagon Press Secretary and Acting Assistant Secretary of Defense for Public Affairs, George Little, gave his first press briefing as Acting Assistant Secretary. He fielded questions from the Pentagon Press Corps regarding ongoing discussions between the U.S. and Afghan governments, as well as potential provocation and a possible missile test by North Korea. He explained that the discussions regarding night missions are still ongoing, but progress in that realm is reflected of overall progress in Afghanistan and strengthening relations between the Afghan military and NATO forces. Uh, This has been uh, a a concern uh, of the Afghan government uh, for some time. Uh, We recognize that. Uh, We recognize the effectiveness as well uh, that night operations uh, have had uh, over time. And uh, that's why we're working through uh, an agreement uh, with uh, our Afghan partners. Uh, We believe we're making progress uh, in heading toward uh, an agreement on on this and a broad range of uh, other issues. At this point in time, we're working hand in hand. ISAF forces are working hand in hand with our Afghan partners on night operations, and they are highly effective. And many of them uh, don't uh, uh, take place with a a shot being fired. 
So we're working closely uh, with our Afghan partners. We're making progress. And that's reflective, I think, of uh, the progress uh, we're making overall. Responding to questions about the possibility of North Korea missile tests and discussions between Defense Secretary Leon Panetta and the Japanese Minister of Defense, Little said the hope is that North Korea will continue to follow the rules of the international community. The threat of tests has already derailed plans to deliver food aid to the impoverished country. The important thing we believe uh, is to emphasize with our partners around the world that uh, the North Koreans should not uh, violate their international obligations by uh, conducting a missile launch, uh, which they have announced they might do. So the focus at this point is on uh, reinforcing uh, to the North Koreans that uh, this is something that the international community objects to. For more from the press briefing and other DOD news, visit defense.gov and dodlive.mil. More than 1.9 million military children have a drastically different lifestyle than their civilian peers and experience family life and growing up in a very unique way. These children also serve and are honored by the DOD every April during the month of the military child. Barbara Thompson, Director of Military Community and Family Policy for Children and Youth, sat down with the Pentagon Channel to discuss the challenges military kids face. It is challenging to move every two to three years and uproot and go meet new friends and uh, adjust to a new learning environment and uh, a new community, but those are also opportunities for growth and resilience because you learn very quickly how to make friends, how to adapt, be flexible, and how to really open your eyes to a whole new world. For example, most American children don't get the opportunity to live abroad in places like Germany, Italy, Japan, or Korea, and also don't spend long periods separated from a parent. Military children also face the challenge of reintegration when a parent returns from deployment. Even without physical or mental injury, it can be difficult for returning parents to adapt to growing children and for the children to adjust to having their parent back. And the reintegration phase of the deployment cycle is probably the most challenging because it's when families reset expectations, they reset uh, routines, um, the children have grown and changed and the parent coming back uh, needs to adapt to those changes and the newness of the responsibilities that children have acquired and the new skill sets. And so I would say it needs to be a slow dance. Activities during the month of the military child help remind children that the country recognizes and appreciates the sacrifices they make so their parents can serve. While extrinsic rewards are fun for um, younger kids, I think it's to really let them know how proud we are as Americans that they also serve and that they are supporting their mom or dad who is in uniform and who is making great sacrifices for this country because they do separate from their families so often and they put themselves in harm's way. For more about the month of the military child, visit defense.gov news special or visit dodlive.mil. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta visited troops serving abroad the USS Peleliu offshore near Camp Pendleton, California. He commended the Peleliu's crew for their role in Afghanistan and said they've helped keep America safe. This country has made significant gains over the last 10 years fighting an enemy that attacked us, fighting terrorism, fighting those 
that would try to dictate to their people what they should do. We've been successful at it. But demonstrated progress, the secretary said, doesn't mean the mission is over. The U.S. military still faces threats. We continue to fight a war in Afghanistan. We're continuing to have to go after terrorists. We have rogue nations like North Korea and Iran that continue to try to destabilize the world and continue to spread support for terrorism. We've got to deal with unrest in the Middle East. We've got rising powers in Asia. We've got the whole threat of cyber, a whole new world of attacks on this country. Developing a new defense strategy to deter and defeat those threats is key to maintaining our national security, Secretary Panetta said. The military of the 21st century, he said, is a leaner, more agile force. The Peleliu and its crew are examples of the future force. A defense strategy that will not only work today, but will work in 2020 and beyond. A force for the 21st century. Let me just tell you the basic elements. We're going to be smaller, we are going to be leaner, but we have to be agile, we have to be flexible, we have to be deployable, and we have to be technologically advanced. That's what the force of the future has to be. This is about agility. This is about being able to move quickly. This is about being flexible. It's about doing the things that you do right here from this ship. That is the future. And that's why I wanted to come here. USS Peleliu had been slated for decommissioning in 2014, but is now expected to remain in service for at least another year. For more from the Secretary's trip, visit defense.gov. National Guard and civilian dentists, as well as an oncologist, talked about the North Carolina-Moldova State Partnership Program in a recent interview with DOD Live. The program took place in Moldova from March 20th to the 24th. The annual partnership, established in 1995, is a dental outreach program which aims to provide care to dozens of children in need. Not only does the program help children in need and train dentists, it also strengthens the relationship between our countries, said Colonel Glenn Garland, the officer in charge of the National Guard dental team. The dental teams provide care with the aid of local dentists, senior dental students from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and the Moldovan Dental University. They also conducted lectures in order to educate their counterparts on the latest methods of dental treatment at the university in Moldova's capital. You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.